Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. It's time to roll and get after the chores here at Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. It's 64 degrees here in Eau Claire and it's daylight in the swamp. Well, and when I say the swamp, that's a lot of the area this morning after we got dumped on fairly hard in a good portion of our listening area last night. An inch and a half down by me in uh, the Pigeon Falls area last night up on the ridge. And I know there were some heavier rains to the north and even a whole pile of hail. We'll be talking with WEAU meteorologist Kelly Slifka later on in the program about some of those weather-related issues. But today it looks like it's going to be cooling down a little bit and doing some clearing off for at least the time being. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Ah, who doesn't like a small town boy, right? Scott Worthy this morning doing the morning chores. It's 5 a.m. This is WAXX 104.5 FM radio in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Let's hear some world and national news. NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. President Trump is returning to call the coronavirus that has changed life around the world the Chinese virus. He said it during Saturday's rally in Tulsa. Trump was listing his administration's accomplishments. Trump called people protesting his rally thugs. His campaign is blaming them for the less-than-capacity-sized crowd inside the BOK Center. There were cases of Trump supporters and protesters exchanging chants before the event began. NASCAR is investigating a noose that was found in the garage of Bubba Wallace Saturday at Talladega Super Speedway. Wallace, who was black, said he was incredibly saddened, and it serves as a reminder of how much further we have to go as a society. NASCAR said in a release it's angry and outraged and described the gesture as heinous. The American Museum of Natural History is removing its statue of the 26th president. Matt Mattinson explains. The statue of President Teddy Roosevelt that has been greeting visitors since 1940 will be removed. The statue features Roosevelt on a horse while an indigenous man is by his side. The museum asked for the city's approval, saying it shows black and indigenous people as subjugated and racially inferior. The museum says they have been profoundly moved by the movement for racial justice that has taken place since George Floyd's death. Matt Mattinson, NBC News Radio. The FBI is looking into a deadly shooting in Minneapolis. One person was killed and 11 others were wounded when gunfire erupted early this morning during a large gathering on Hennepin Avenue South. Police don't believe this shooting is related to the protests over the death of George Floyd in police custody. Investigators say they're following a number of leads, but so far no arrests have been reported. The mayor of Minneapolis is also considering whether or not to reimpose a curfew in the city. And one of grunge rock's most iconic instruments is now the most expensive guitar of all time. Kurt Cobain's guitar that he played during Nirvana's MTV Unplugged episode sold for a record-setting $6 million. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. $6 million, wow. I have to give my buddy Brian Bethke, the musician, a call down by Osseo this afternoon to see if he was the one who bought it. Nah, I know Brian didn't. 
I love being outside, um, moving from job to job. So you're seeing great scenery. The biggest selling point is outside. I'm Justin Constant, and I've been a member of West Wisconsin Credit Union for 14 years now. Well, back in 2004, I graduated high school and uh, seen an ad in the paper. Started for Monarch Paving as a labor. After eight years had passed, they had asked me to move into a foreman's position. I'm currently a paving foreman to this date. Paving highways, parking lots, roads, driveways, commercial, state. We pretty much cover everything. The customer service I receive at West Wisconsin Credit Union is excellent because they really care about what they do and they really care about their members. Every single loan I've ever taken out has been through them. My checking account, my savings account, my credit card, my pickup loan, a snowmobile loan. I love the mobile app. At least once a day I'm on that app. Wisconsin Credit Union, part of the community since 1939. Federally insured by NCUA, equal housing opportunity. I can count on Wisconsin. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. It's 64 degrees here in Eau Claire at Wax 104.5. Lacrosse has 67. Marshfield 61. Green Bay has 67 degrees. Rice Lake is at 62. Wausau 62. Madison 65. Milwaukee is at 72. And my beautiful weather reporter up on Iman Ridge says it's 61 degrees there. Well, after a good rain last night, well, a hard rain, actually. I don't know if it's good in all areas or not. We'll hear later about how good or bad it was. But cooler weather has arrived and should stick around for a couple of days with the highs in the mid-70s and lows in the mid-50s. A few showers are possible tomorrow and a little less possible on Wednesday. Today, today we're looking at a high of 77 with a low of 55. Tuesday, a high of 74 with a low of 54. And Wednesday, a high of 75 with a low of 55. Unlock the possibilities of your outdoor world with the most innovative zero-turn mowers, lawn tractors, and walk-behind mowers at your locally-owned Cub Cadet dealer, Countryside Co-op. But don't just take it from us. Owners across the country have given the Enduro and Ultima Series mowers glowing reviews. So join this five-star experience supported by the genuine parts, accessories, and trained service technicians you'll only find at your local Cub Cadet dealer. Test drive American-built strength today at Countryside Co-op, located at 514 East Main Street in Durand. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. It's 5.05 a.m. here at Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Let's have a look at the morning markets brought to you by Rural Insurance. On the cash livestock side of things, fed beef steers are at 90 to 105 with mixed 80 to 89. Fed beef heifers 85 to 105 with mixed 80 and a half to 84 and three quarters. Fed Holstein steers are at 82 to 89 and a half with select and choice 60 to 81. Cows are at 44 to 68. Bulls 81 to 89 and a half. On the hog side, butcher hogs are 20 and down. Sows 12 to 15 and boars 5 and down. New crop market lambs are at 140 to 155 with old crop market lambs 80 to 107 and feeder lambs are at 85 to 157 and a half. On the livestock futures, live cattle for June are at 9470, that's down 137. August 9540 down 70 cents. October 9885 down 55. Feeder cattle for August are at 81325 down 42 september 13387 down 37 
and October 134.85 down 25. Lean hogs for July are at 48.45 down 145. August 52.80 down 67. And October 50.85 up 32. A first look at the uh, uh, grains futures. A look at the grains futures, that is. July corn is at 331, down one. July oats, 307, up one. July soybeans, 874, down two. Soybean meal for July at $286.20 a ton is down 80 cents. And wheat for July is at 478, down three. On the dairy side, barrels of cheese ended the week Friday at 228.5, up one half. 40-pound blocks at 265, up 15, and grade AA butter at 185 was up four and a quarter. The Class Three milk futures are looking better right now. June is at 2099, up seven. July 2118, up 75. August 1927, up 73. And September 1820, up 46. And those prices are up through... December. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Rural Mutual is the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin for a good reason. As a company founded by farmers, they understand the ag industry and its challenges. Local agents offer farm families the best advice and personalized coverage. Visit RuralMutual.com to find an agent near you. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 5.08 a.m. here at Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, it's about a month late, but we do have a new Alice in Dairyland, and she is local. Julia Nunez from up in the Tilden area was named on Saturday night in Walworth County as the 73rd Wisconsin Alice in Dairyland. Bob caught up with her yesterday and asked her about her feelings in that position. It's another top farm auction coming up from Christensen Sales of Abbotsford. It's the Albert Becker Sale, Thursday, June 25th, starting at 10 a.m. It's south of Marshfield, and it's four miles south on County Highway A to the Becker Farm. Lots of machinery, tractors, Deutz, DX-164, wheel drive diesel tractor with cab, Alice Chalmers, 7045 diesel tractor with cab, and many other tractors as well. Special items like a John Deere 7720 Titan two four-wheel drive combine with 3,950 hours on it, four-row corn head, 15-foot grain head, hay and forage tools, also planting and tillage equipment like a brilliant 10-foot cedar, also general equipment like a Knight 8040 Pro Twin V-style single discharge manure spreader and many miscellaneous items. Again, that's the Albert Becker sale. Tim Schindler will be the auctioneer. June 25th, 10 a.m., south of Marshfield, about four miles on County Highway A. Another great sale from Christensen Sales of Abbotsford. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And now we'll take you to that report with Bob visiting with Julia Nunez. Alice in Dairyland, number 73, and she's from Chippewa County from Tilden. Julia Nunes and Julia, 
Congratulations. What are your feelings as you're the new Alice? And on Saturday night when you were named down in Walworth County, that's quite an honor. Yes, yes, it is. Thank you so much, Bob. It's been a whirlwind of 24 hours so far. I, I still feel like I'm dreaming a little bit, but I'm, I'm so excited for the year ahead of me and every, all the adventures that I'm, I'm going to have. Chippewa County, it looks like Chippewa Falls, the last Alice from Chippewa Falls was the sixth Alice in Dairyland, and that was 67 years ago. So I'm, I'm happy that I get to represent Chippewa County as the 73rd Alice in Dairyland. Well, you come from a good base in Chippewa County. Good people, good agriculture, and uh, a solid base to learn from, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I grew up on my family's registered Holstein dairy farm right here in Chippewa and was involved in Hay Creek Ramblers 4-H Club and the Wisconsin Junior Holstein Association. So agriculture has been a part of my upbringing, and I'm, I'm so excited to give back in this position. And I know... The Alice program is going to be different this year. What kind of differences do you think we're going to see, and are you ready for podcasting and more of the uh, other types of media that uh, aren't traditional, I guess? I'm not exactly sure what the year will look like. I know that with events being canceled, there will be a lot more virtual and online appearances, and I'm excited to learn more about technology and utilize my skills with technology to put myself out there online and on social media and hopefully connect with as many people as I would have otherwise. Now, there were six outstanding young ladies that were trying to be Alice in Dairyland. You came out on top. What were the finals like? Was it nerve-wracking? Were you confident? How would you get through it? The finals were nerve-wracking for sure. All of the women that were top candidates with me are so amazing and so talented, so it really was nerve-wracking right up until the very end. As you uh, go forward now, you got a little downtime before you have to be in Madison. Are you going to be in the office, or is this going to be kind of a remote job, at least in the beginning? In the beginning, it will be remote, I think. We're still waiting on some things to be passed along, it sounds like, and then hopefully we'll be able to get back to the DATCAP office, but... Until now, I think we're kind of laying low, um, not as much traveling. So we're just kind of waiting along, seeing how things progress. And, of course, you have real strength in the dairy industry, but Wisconsin's diversified agriculture includes so much more than that. Give you a little time to study up on uh, some of the other industries in Wisconsin, like uh, ginseng and cranberries and sweet corn and everything else. On and on and on we go. Yes, that's definitely something I'll be doing in the next couple of weeks. Through the Top Canada process, I got the chance to learn so much about a lot of Wisconsin commodities, and from Wisconsin cheese to ginseng and mink, I'm excited to learn more about them and then promote them with everyone that I meet. Now, you come from a family that's five daughters, your mom and dad. What was it like at the finals with uh, all, all the females down there, and your dad on uh, the day before Father's Day. <laughs> so I have three sisters, so there's four of us. And my my parents and my younger sister, Geneva, were able to be down there, and they were part of a virtual watch session, so they were watching me live. And it was nice to be able to see them after the event and, 
and have the support from them right there. So that was really cool that they weren't able to be in the room with me, but they were still able to watch live. Were you happy when it was over? <laughs> yes, I was very relieved, but then also flooded with like, oh my gosh, I can't. I, my sister, she'll tell you, I, I said, I can't believe that I'm Alice in Dairyland. I think I said that probably a hundred times last night, and I couldn't sleep, but <laughs> just butterflies everywhere, and having my family there to support me and congratulate me and give me hugs afterwards was the best feeling in the world. Well, believe it, you are Alice in Dairyland, <laughs> Julia Nunes from the Chippewa County area, all around Chippewa Falls, high school graduate in the town of Tilden. I'm Bob Bosold. Get $100 off select ZT Cub Cadet riding mowers now at Baraboo Implement in Rice Lake and St. Croix Falls. The ZT 1 and 4 Series mowers offer a 50 and 54-inch cutting deck and give you a zero-turn radius for your tight spaces. Plus, you'll get up to a 24-horsepower engine, which will give you a professional cut lawn in no time. See the full line of Cub Cadet ZT mowers now at Baraboo Implement in Rice Lake and St. Croix Falls. Count on selection, service, and Cub Cadet genuine parts only from your local dealer, Baraboo Implement. Join the T.J. Martell Foundation in the fight against leukemia, cancer, and AIDS. Your support helps save more lives. Visit tjmartell.org to learn more. Premier Livestock and Auctions at Withy will host another dairy cattle auction Wednesday, June 24th at 11 a.m. The complete herd dispersal of registered Holstein and red Holstein dairy cows from Shady Lawn Holsteins, the Allen, Vicky, and Chad Steffen farm near Greenwood. The sale features 75 registered red and white and red factor dairy cows, a young herd milking 75 pounds. Cows will sell on test full multi-generation catalog will be available besides its on-site sale premier livestock is happy to work with cattle usa to provide online bidding go to cattleusa.com to register and don't forget premier's consignment machinery auction on friday june 26th at 10 a.m for information about this sale and other premier livestock sales call 715-229-2500 or visit premier Livestock and auctions.com. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 64 degrees as we head up the barn alley with the morning chores here at Wax 104.5 in the Midwest Farm Report. Let's have a look at some of the farm news besides that big news about Julia Nunez from Chippewa Falls. Congratulations, Julia. And Wisconsin's May milk production was down 3% compared with May of 2019. That's according to the latest U.S. Department of Agriculture National Ag Statistics Service milk production report. The report said Wisconsin farmers produced 2.58 billion pounds of milk during May. That number of milk cows and average per cow production also were down. The state had 1.26 million cows during May, a 3,000 cow reduction compared with May of 2019. The monthly production per cow was 2,050 pounds, down 45 pounds compared with May of 2019. And May's milk production also was down nationally, with farmers producing 18.8 billion pounds, a 1.1% decrease compared with 2019. The national monthly production per cow was down by 31 pounds from May of 2019, with cows averaging 2,011 pounds. There were 9.37 million head milked across the nation, which 
which is 37,000 head more than were milked during May of 2019, but 11,000 fewer than were milked in April. The 24 top milk-producing states produced 18 billion pounds, a 1% decrease compared with May of 2019. The report also revised the April top 24 states' production, decreasing that number by 47 million pounds. And again, a reminder that the sign-up period is continuing through June 29th for farmers to be considered for that state coronavirus pandemic relief fund. Farmers each may receive between $1,000 and $3,500 of the $50 million in state farm relief being made available. The sign-up should be done online at revenue.w.gov, revenue.wi.gov. But farmers without computer access may call the State Department of Revenue at 608-266-2772. And I'll re- try to remember to give you that number again later. Hello, I'm Drew from Northside Elevator in Loyal. Our experienced agronomy team provides guidance on a full range of services and products to ensure optimum land utilization and harvest outcomes that match your goals. We develop effective plans for soil analysis, seeding recommendations, precision farming, fertilizer, crop protection, and much more. The seasoned agronomy professionals at Northside Elevator are your source for optimizing your growing season. Learn more at northsideelevator.com. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 20 minutes past 5 here at Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. We got some dairy shows underway last week with the Wisconsin Holstein Association holding some of its district shows, and Bob stopped by the uh, the district show up at Chippewa Falls and talked with Erica Ullum, who's the Wisconsin Holstein Association secretary, about what had to be done to be able to hold those shows. Well, recently I was finally able to venture out of the office and get onto a farm, and it felt absolutely amazing. It's Josh Gramlin here at the southern end of the world's longest barn, in Madison, there are some shows going on sprinkled all throughout the state. Uh, there's small events taking place here and there with social distancing and the proper precautions, of course. It will be a summer without county fairs. But, Bob, you recently got out of the office as well, and I'm sure it uh, felt just as great as it did for you as it did for me. You bet, Josh. Bob Bosel here at the northern end of the world's longest barn. In fact, a week ago today, I was at the northern Wisconsin State Fair in Chippewa Falls. Probably the only time I'll be there this summer because there will be no northern Wisconsin State Fair this year. But it was a District 1 Holstein show. And a good amount of cattle came and a good show they had. Erica Ullum from the Boomer area is the secretary of the Wisconsin Holstein Association Board. And I asked her about the, the show and how the board came about deciding that it was okay to go ahead with these shows she said we had not just the board but the whole membership involved we wanted to make sure that we could safely proceed with our shows and our other planned events in the summer Um, in doing that we talked a lot to our membership and wanted to find out their thoughts on going forward with the district shows and it was an unresounding absolutely yes uh just for the social aspect and to see great cows. We had all of our members in attendance sign waivers um, that they 
would practice safe distancing and you know if people needed to feel comfortable with a mask we had hand washing stations available and that was our precautions that we took now the numbers how good are the numbers been our numbers actually didn't change much from the last year we had we had 86 heifers go through the ring today and i believe we were going to have right around 60 cows go through the ring i haven't gotten the numbers in yet but so our numbers did not drop at all now as far as the uh different districts that we have we're around the state every county seems to have a little different plan how close did you work with the counties around the state where the district shows have been scheduled to be held and did you move any district shows yes there were some district shows that were moved either location or date due to the different county regulations um, we have been really lucky we were able to work hand in hand with the management at the northern wisconsin state fairgrounds and then with the chippewa county health so that we could make sure that we were on par with where we needed to be and the other fairgrounds around the state have also been working with their county health regulations to make sure they are also where they need to be and be comfortable what are some of the things these county health organizations have asked you to provide as far as a safety plan what do they want to know before they okayed having the having the show in their particular county we had to have a guideline submitted for how we were going to run the show and that included you know the ppe the masks the gloves the hand washing stations all were available for people at their own discretion the waiver was a huge piece to that that people could sign it and we'd have contact information if something were to come up and but that county health they were um, actually very impressed with our state association's foresight on planning now at the shows themselves are we doing social distancing in the barn can we do it in the barn depending on the the number of animals that are here are you hoping the people are going to be self-conscious and stay uh, stay socially distant well with this group they are a very social group and it is really hard to enforce the social distancing but they have done a really good job about following the new guidelines following the hand you know all the stuff that goes with our new i guess our new lifestyle right now this summer and our group has done well within their parameters so as far as the the shows now the rest of the season of course we've got all the shows are pretty compact as far as the calendar is concerned state show supposed to be i believe july 10th and 11th in madison that's not going to happen correct the state show is going to be august 23rd through the 27th in washington county in the southern part of the state uh, we as a board are also working on a all breeds junior show that will happen hopefully the first week in august we are working with the other breed organizations in the state to kind of give the kids something to look forward to seeing as state fair was canceled so we do have some events coming up it's just going to look a little different this year so this would be a replace well something other than the state fair just to give the kids a chance that we 
decided on a spot because I can't imagine the state fairgrounds are going to be open and welcoming. Well, the one spot that is being talked about is Jefferson County. They do have a very nice facility down there. And then, you know, we just have to look at the logistics of it. And we're going to have to be a little fluid with planning and stuff this year just due to all the, the other, I guess, um, pieces that we can't control. Then uh, moving forward, though, really and truly a few adjustments but the summer shows for the Holstein Association are on track. Yep, they absolutely are and it's awesome. It's awesome that we were able to make these events happen for our membership because um, this is something, these shows are something that are truly important to our membership. They enjoy coming and seeing everybody and it's just, it's usually a good time. Well, it always is a good time. I know I end up spending a lot of time visiting with a, a lot of folks that I've come to know over the years. So as far as the district shows, we've had to change some. Did we have to cancel any? There was one that was canceled, and those members were allowed to show in districts that were neighboring to them. As far as this coronavirus pandemic and the registered Holstein industry, have you noticed an effect? What what kind of things have you noticed other than the struggles that dairy is going through in general? Has, has the uh, registered industry been able to, I guess, be a little above and beyond, or is it is a struggle there too? I think there's a struggle with anything ag-related right now, but at a national level, well, our association, our national office has been closed and working remotely. Um, you know, so that way we've been a little different this year, but I think, I think as a whole, we've been able to do things the way that we want them done within the new parameters. And of course, uh, your home operation, Meyer Lane, up in the, the Bloomer area, has sold a lot of genetics overseas. What's happened with that with the world shut down? We don't export cattle like we used to, of course. It's uh, mostly embryos. What's happened in that area? Are we, are we sending embryos out? Are we able to export anything anywhere? Um, the export, in the last few years, the export has actually slowed down quite a bit. However, um, that is one of the things that we have been able to keep going. I don't know that the pandemic slowed it down or disrupted it at all. It was just something that's been slowing down progressively. Has it been uh, certain parts of the world where it's slowed down, or has the dairy industry slowed down all over the world? I mean, we're talking Europe, Asia, Africa, Central America. What have you found? It's it's pretty much the whole world. Um, when we talk to our friends and colleagues across the globe, it's kind of the same look everywhere. It's, you know, I mean, so we're not all in the same boat, but we're all in the same ocean, you know, that it's just not comfortable for anybody in an egg industry right now. And it's amazing that they got those shows underway. We were uh, smiling about it, that they did manage to get them in, and uh, hopefully those continue with some social distancing. We'll be hearing from Rocky over at Premier Livestock right after this. Smith Funeral Chapel. 
serving families since 1956. Farmers, are you thinking about taking advantage of these low fuel prices? You can by buying a new farm fuel tank direct from the manufacturer. 1,550-gallon farm tanks are in stock at USEMCO. USEMCO fuel tanks go through a rigorous process of sandblasting, followed by a urethane coating to prevent rusting. Full factory warranty, and they're easy to move to with a skid-type design. Get the best quality fuel tank and the best pricing by buying direct. Call Cal at 608-372-5911. USEMCO, highways 12 and 16 on the east side of Toma. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. It's half past the hour as we continue heading down that barn alley with this morning's chores and we have Rocky on from Premier Livestock. Good morning, Rocky. Hey, good morning, Scott. Did you uh, get quite a deluge last night? We did, we did, yeah. But uh, hey, well, we needed a little soaker anyway, so we did. I just wish right. I, we had a we I had wish a nice it, weekend. Yeah, yeah. I I had a great weekend too. I just wish an inch and a half wouldn't come in an hour. You know, that's yeah. It we, was a little, it was a little fast. The one before that was kind of a, just a light one, but <laughs> yep, yep. So tell us how things are going over at the market this week, Rocky. Uh, thank you, Scott. Good morning, everyone. This uh, last week's market shaped up here at Premier Livestock. We did sell over 2,500 head last week. Uh, fed cattle, high choice and prime Holstein steers, 83 to 88.50. Select 75 to 82. Choice beef steers and heifers, 90 to 98. Market cows sold strong. Uh, most of the cows traded from 47 to 56. The high-yielding cows from 57 all the way up to 75. Market bulls high-yielding 90 to a dollar one. Uh, most bulls trading from 70 to 89. Organic market cows sold on Mondays mostly 70 to 90. Newborn Holstein bull calves mostly from 100 to 165 per head. Your beef calves 100 to 245. Holstein heifer calves 20 to 90. This week at Premier Tuesday. Feeder cattle auction. Uh, Wednesday, we get our dairy cattle auction, hay auction. Hay gets underway the Wednesday at 9.30, dairy cattle at 11. We have a feature consignment, uh, complete dispersal, 75 registered red and whites and red factored dairy herds, 75-pound tank average, no TMR, four butterfat somatic cell count, 150. Milked in tie stalls, housed in free stalls, uh, over 50 years of AI breeding there. Full catalog coming uh, is online already. They're coming from Al, Vicki, and Chad Stefan out of Greenwood, Wisconsin. Uh, just a pretty darn nice herd of cows there. Uh, here's 14 2- and 3-year-olds parlor freestall from Utterful Dairy. Here's 20 fresh 2-year-olds parlor freestall, uh, many of them at or over 100 pounds. We also have two small grazing herds. Excellent cattle all day, tremendous selection. Details with pictures, full registered catalog on our website, premierlivestockandauctions.com. Don't forget this Friday, uh, machinery and farm item auction. We have a very large auction, lots of equipment. Uh, that's going to get underway at 10 o'clock a.m. this Friday. If you have consignments to bring, today's the deadline. Uh, we're going to have a full catalog order uh, will be online tomorrow. It's going to be on equipmentfacts.com. Uh, it's going to be online. It's going to be on site. Looks to be a very big auction. Questions? Give us a call at Premier 715-229-2500. And that's how it shaped up, Scott. And just a, a real quick note that just a reminder to people that it's not the same website for the equipment auction as your dairy auction. It's not Cattle USA, correct? That 
is correct. Yep, good point. You and betcha. Equipmentfacts.com. Equipmentfacts.com. All right. Sounds like you got your hands full with some great sales this week, Rocky. We do. We do. Yeah, we're pretty excited. So. Yep, and when you mentioned that red and white herd, you mentioned a uh, very good herd and uh, family. It's amazing how those f- very good herds seem to come from very good families, and That's the Steppens sure. fit that mold. Yep, you bet they do. You bet. Thanks right, a lot, have Rocky. A good day. We'll Thanks. talk with you again. That's Rocky over at Premier Livestock at Withy. And we did get some rain last night. A lot in a hurry. Uh, at least I had an inch and a half on the ridge down by between Osseo and Pigeon Falls. And uh, maybe we've got Kelly Slifka on to tell us about what what the whole area got. Yeah, well, we did get uh, about a half of an inch here in Eau Claire. So, uh, oh, wow. Yeah, so half of an inch, it was uh, it's, it was kind of a wide range. Some areas to the west didn't see quite as much. Areas to the east saw a little bit more. And uh, now it looks like mostly a storm chances will be developing to our east, most of our area. However, Black River Falls, over to Toma, Sparta, down to La Crosse, uh, Nielsville area, might see some of these showers and storms develop. And that's because we have a cold front that has not moved through Eau Claire yet. And that's why our dew points are still in the 60s. But as that cold front pushes through, that will trigger some showers and storms to the east of our area. But for Eau Claire areas to the west, we'll see actually uh, some drier air working. That will bring in some sunshine later on today. But we're starting off cloudy. Skies will turn partly cloudy this afternoon. Cooler than average, but nice as that humidity drops. We'll get down to, or we'll get up to a 77. Partly cloudy. Keep those windows open tonight as we only dip down to a 55. Tomorrow, partly cloudy skies. There will be some widely scattered showers developing in the afternoon as we get up to 75. And Wednesday, partly cloudy. A chance for some showers and storms later in the day, 76. The heat does return Thursday with mostly sunny skies and a high of 82. Right now with cloudy skies, 64 degrees in Eau Claire. I'm Sky 113 meteorologist Kelly Slipka. Thank you for that, Kelly, and keep us informed. I know you will. Will do. All right, Kelly Slipka over at Sky Warren 13. Brought to you by United Mutual. You need reliable insurance, so trust United Mutual Insurance Company in Medford. They provided high-quality home and farm protection for north-central Wisconsin since 1878. They strive to be the company of choice for you. United Mutual Insurance Company provides homeowners, dwelling fire, farm owners, mobile homeowners, renters, umbrella liability, and small business insurance. Feel confident and secure in your choice of insurance. With United Mutual Insurance Company in Medford, call them for a quote, 7 715-748-6040. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. We've turned the corner and are heading toward the milk house here at Wax 104.5. Let's go over to the Equity Altoona Barn and hear the latest report from Jim Lindsay, and then we'll be hearing from Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Stratford Barn. With the top of 88 and a quarter choice Holstein steer 76 to 82 select underfinished heavyweight steers and heifers 76 and down. Top 20% of the cow cows sold from 59 to 64 with the top of 70. 60% of the cows sold from 45 to 58. Bottom 20% of the cows sold from 45 and down. Cow bulls sold from 70 to 80. Fin, full horn, a bull's wing over a ton all discounted. 80% of the 95 pound and up Holstein bull calves sold from 50 to 140 per head. Quality beef calves sold from $50 to $235 per head. Light, poor quality calves sold from $50 per head. Now, just a quick reminder, our next special feeder sale is Friday, June 26th. If you would like to consign any cattle to our upcoming sales or would like an on-farm visit, feel free to call the market at 
835-3104. Early consignments are always appreciated. This has been Jim Lindsay reporting from Equity Livestock in Altoona. Have a great day. Thank you, Jim. And we have Jerry Fitzgerald on from the Equity Barn over at Stratford. Good morning, Jerry. Well, Scott, and a good morning to you. And again, a, a nice uh, nice morning, overcast, uh, but uh, another little rain last night. I didn't get an actual amount of the rain, but nothing too serious. And uh, I did uh, see some reports that uh, some communities to the north of here and north and east, uh, there was some power outages, so I don't know if that's yeah. been restored or not. But, yeah, uh, I, I haven't heard yet. So, other than that, doesn't seem to be anything too severe around here. So, but, but uh, I tell you, if it gets uh, not going to get real warm today, but boy, she's the humidity must be right close to 100. percent She's pretty, pretty muggy this morning. So I, I guess before we get started, just uh, not that the heat index would be a real big factor today, but still probably a good idea to get the cattle on the road while it's uh, yep. morning while it's still well in the 60s, 65 degrees here. So. Yep. But uh, summer's in full swing now, so. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. And the sad part of it is that it depends on how you look at it, uh, with good sleep and weather coming. We're on the downward side of the daily light, and that's an odd thing to think about as summer gets going. Yeah, well, it's. I don't think you really start noticing it. Uh, no, you won't for a while. But, uh, well, for, for us folks that go to bed early and get up early, it's not really a big issue, is it? No, it's probably better, actually. <laughs> So, anyway, tell us what's going on at the market this week, Jerry. All right, Scott, thank you very much, and a very good morning to everyone. And this will be the sales schedule this week here at Equity Stratford. Of course, we'll have uh, four four auctions uh, for your folks' convenience this week, and we'll get underway this morning, Monday morning, uh, right away here with Market Cows. Also selling fat cattle and bulls this morning, and then we'll get to baby calves around the 11 o'clock hour. We'll finish the sale this afternoon with the rest of the Market Cows. Tomorrow, Tuesday, we will have the dairy sale, uh, rather the feeders, the hay sale, that's what I want to say. Hay sale tomorrow, Tuesday, here in Stratford. That will be at 10 o'clock. We'll move ahead uh, uh, with the uh, market auction tomorrow at 11 o'clock. Coming up on Wednesday, our start time is at 10 o'clock in the morning with market cattle and fat cattle on Wednesday. Also, sheep, hog, and goats on the Wednesday sale and feeder cattle on Wednesday. That will be a noontime start. And our Thursday sale does start at 11 o'clock. Uh, because there's five Tuesdays here in June, our next dairy cattle sale will be uh, not until Tuesday, July the 7th. However, we do have a lot of very good quality dairy cattle listed for private treaty sale in, that do include uh, registered uh, springing heifers. We have a couple of dairy cow full herds for sale and also a lot of open heifers, uh, breeding bulls. And also we have some very good top quality Jersey heifers and open and springing Jersey heifers. Again, all these cattle are for private treaty sale. So uh, give John a call at uh, 608-477-7420, and we'll take care of you on that end of it. And, again, uh, all of the information uh, about our upcoming sales market information is on our website, Equity Co-op, click on the Stratford page, or you can call us at 715-687-4101. And uh, like I said before, the... uh, um, you know, I don't think the heat index is going to be a great uh, issue today, but still, get your cattle on the road, folks. Barn will be open this morning at uh, 6 o'clock for, to take in your cattle for the sale today. And again, uh, uh, we'll be back here, of course, on Tuesday morning to give us an update on what's happening here on the Monday auction. And uh, Scott and I were talking off air a little bit. Uh, uh, Scott, with this, uh, sounds like milk production is kind of flattening down here in wisconsin a little bit huh yeah and cow numbers too uh, across the nation in fact but yeah let's we'll see how it goes but uh, i'll tell you the 
one thing, the market numbers this morning on those Class 3 futures make me feel way better. Right. Well, I guess the uh, big thing with that is it's uh, futures are futures, but I, I know uh, everybody in the dairy business is very concerned right now, but it's... Uh, I guess the main thing is when you open up the milk check and see what's on that, that's what counts. That's the bottom line. That mailbox is where it's at. So, All right, Jerry, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Bet you, Scott. You enjoy the day. And, uh, again, we want to also offer our congratulations to the new Allison Dairyland, and hopefully that uh, things will loosen up a little bit uh, as far as this uh, virus thing and maybe she can get to make more personal appearances. Yep, that's always fun to talk with those Allison Dairylands. Thank you, Jerry. See you tomorrow. You bet. Thank you. That's Jerry Fitzgerald over at Stratford Equity. Unlock the possibilities of your outdoor world with the most innovative zero-turn mowers, lawn tractors, and walk-behind mowers at your locally owned Cub Cadet dealer, Countryside Co-op. But don't just take it from us. Owners across the country have given the Enduro and Ultima Series mowers glowing reviews. So join this five-star experience supported by the genuine parts, accessories, and trained service technicians you'll only find at your local Cub Cadet dealer. Test Drive American Built Strength today at Countryside Co-op, located at 514 East Main Street in Durand. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. It's 5.43 a.m. here at Wax 104.5 in the Midwest Farm Report, and we have Michelle from Tureen Livestock on this morning. Good morning, Michelle. Good morning, Scott. Well, some of the weather that moved through down by me kept me awake most of the night, and then you start thinking, and one thing leads to another. All of a sudden, 2.30 is there, and I realize I haven't slept a wink, and I, I hope tonight's better sleeping weather. Oh, it's exactly what happened to me last night. It's funny. <laughs> the hour before you need to get up is when you sleep the best, but that's okay. That's the way it goes. <laughs> that's the way it goes. How are things going for the week over at the livestock market, Michelle? All right. Thank you, Scott. Summing up the week of June 15th at Tree Livestock Market in the Slotica Market for the week, we topped at 72. 80% of the cows live from 48 and above. Market cows were 58 to 68. Low yielding cows 50 to 57. Thin wheat cows 48 and down. In the Holstein Steer Market, Choice and Prime 76 to 87 and a half. Selects were 73 and down. For B-type steers and heifers, choice 88 to 96. Selects were 85 and down. In the bull market, high-yielding beef types came in at 70 to 87 and a half, with the utilities at 68 and down. In the replacement calf market, good quality Holstein bull calves sold from 85 to 160 dollars per head. Lighter and lower quality calves, 30 dollars per head and down. Holstein heifer calves were 10 to 70 dollars per head. Beef calves 130 to 245 per head. In the hog market, there was no test on the butchers. Sows were 12 to 20. Boars were 9 and down. Our next sale will be today. We'll start with calves at 5 p.m. For today's sale, we have a consignment of finished beef and Holstein steers. If you have any questions, give us a call at the market. Or if you need trucking, at 715-669-7127. And check us out on the web at tlmthorpe.com. Follow us at Turin Livestock, your family-owned and operated market. Have a great day. Thank you, Michelle, and get that sale done, and then get some sleep, would you? Right. It's an espresso day, so that's okay. <laughs> right. Well, you have to be well-rested for talking with Bob in the morning, you know? No, no, no doubt, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. We'll see you then. Thank you, Michelle. Take care. That's Michelle over at Treen Livestock at Thorpe. Let's have a look at some of the state and local news 
The Jefferson County Sheriff's Office and the Wisconsin Department of Justice still are on the hunt for a murder and arson suspect. The case stems from the murder of James Lemke and his wife Nedra earlier this week in the town of Sumner. A Jefferson County deputy found their remains in the home and when responding to a burglary call. The deputy also was fired upon by someone inside the home, which was subsequently set on fire. Law enforcement officials are looking for Kevin Anderson in connection with this case. Anyone who knows the 68-year-old's whereabouts is asked to contact the Jefferson County Sheriff's Office. A series of legislative proposals have been put forward by Governor Tony Evers in an effort to reduce confrontations between the community and law enforcement officials. One bill establishes a statewide use of force standards that emphasizes preservation of life and the use of deadly force only as a last resort. Another bill would require police agencies to develop policies prohibiting the use of chokeholds, prohibiting no-knock search warrants, and requiring the State Department of Justice to publish an annual report about use of force incidents. Former Wisconsin Governor Tommy Thompson will serve as interim president of the University of Wisconsin system. Thompson said no other institution in the state can do more to improve lives, communities, and Wisconsin's economy. He said he'll be the biggest advocate and the toughest evaluator of the UW system. Thompson will serve as interim president for at least one year. Well, we got some rain, and that should move the alfalfa growth up a little bit. But we still have some issues that we have to uh, deal with in those alfalfa fields. And Bob again caught up with Dan Undersander, UW forage specialist at Madison, to talk with him about yellow fields and sulfur. Most of the first crop alfalfa has been made in Wisconsin with the wonderful weather we've had the past couple of weeks. Dan Undersander is our state forage specialist, and we're on our next Grow Alfalfa Update program with Dan. And, uh, Dan, I have driven around and seen some wonderful hay put up, but I look at a few fields and I see some yellow around some of those fields. What's that? Is that a problem? Well, yes, it definitely is. Uh, alfalfa should be a medium to dark green color, and uh, there's a couple potentials. Uh, it could be a disease, but most commonly here in Wisconsin, when we see kind of a yellowish-green alfalfa or any other crop, that means that we're deficient in sulfur. Uh, It's important to remember that every ton, dry ton of forage that we remove, removes about five pounds of sulfur. And uh, most soils now, uh, we need to be replacing whatever we take out. We used to get some of this in the acid rain, but since we've cleaned that up, now we need to put fertilizer on. So on alfalfa fields, if you're figuring a six-ton yield for the year, Um, one should think about putting on something around 30 or 35 pounds of sulfur per acre uh, to have adequate sulfur for the growing season. Um, It's it's very soluble sulfur products. Uh, They move into the soil very rapidly. Uh, Do put them on as a dry form. They're by far the less expensive than any liquid sulfur. And then um, do consider a split application Uh, We'd recommend one now after first cutting uh, for uh, maybe 15 pounds of sulfur per acre. And then again, uh, after third cutting, 
the reason is a couplefold. One is is we can have a heavy rain and leach some of this out of the soil. Uh, but the other thing is is that if we put a big chunk on at one time, the plant will take up more than it needs, and then we're not as efficient with our sulfur utilization over the season. So the best thing is to put on two 15- or 20-pound increments, one right now after first cutting and, and one after third cutting. And remember that all forages take off this much sulfur, five pounds per ton of dry matter, and so we would need to think about our pastures. Uh, we'd need to recognize that corn silage takes off the sulfur. Corn grain does not, but corn silage does. Uh, it's mainly in the forage of the material. So, for example, if we had corn silage in a field and we planted alfalfa this year, recognize that the corn silage last year probably took out most of the sulfur and you need to think about applying it for this year. And then for the alfalfa, you need to think about applying it every year for the crop. So whenever you see those broadly yellow fields or yellow following the edge of fields or a topography in the field, consider that there's a pretty good chance you're deficient in sulfur and uh, that uh, the 15 or 20 pounds of sulfur would give you a significant yield increase. Yeah, but old acid rain wasn't all bad. Thanks, Dan. Dan Undersander, our state forage specialist, on our next Grow Alfalfa Update program. I'm Dr. Amar Habib with Advent Health. Balancing taking care of yourself and others hasn't been easy lately, but it's okay to take care of you. We want you to know we're ready when you're ready. We're taking every precaution, social distancing, wearing masks, checking staff and patient temperatures daily, and quarantining patients when we need to. So you can put your health first and feel safe in our care. Let's start healing. Learn more at AdventHealth.com. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 67 degrees as we get to the milk house with this morning's chores on Wax 104.5. Let's have a final look at the markets on country elevator prices. Corn at Baldwin is at 281 with soybeans at 826 and those prices also hold for Durand, Mondovi, uh, Elmwood, Fall Creek and Osseo. At Stevens Point, soybeans are at $8 at Elk Mound. Corn is at 294, soybeans at 830, Sparta has corn at 287 and beans at 820. Ellsworth has corn at 273 and beans at 826. At the ethanol plants, Boyceville is at 308. Stanley is at 302, and New Richmond is buying corn for 296. On the dairy side, barrels of cheese ended the week Friday at 228 and a half. That was up a half. 40-pound blocks at 265 were up 15, and grade AA butter at 185 was up four and a quarter. A look at the class three futures. June is at 2099, up seven. July 2118, up 75. August. 1927 up 73 and September 1820 up 46 and those prices look to be up through December an unsuspecting driver at a gas station in Wisconsin welcome for 15 how you doing great were you wearing your seatbelt today I never wear my seatbelt we're gonna get him we're gonna get him real good oh my goodness hello sir how you doing dollar driver it takes one second to strap a seatbelt on well let's do this let's do it together 
Now, don't that feel better? Donald Driver can't always be there to remind you. Click it or tick it. And let's achieve zero deaths on Wisconsin roadways. Zero in Wisconsin. And I should have recognized your voice when you are harassing <laughs> I'm watching you. Wisconsin DOT. For victims of drunk and drug driving, your grief is unique. But you're not alone. Call the 24-hour helpline at 877-MAD-HELP or visit mad.org. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Hitting the milk house at six minutes before five here at Wax 104.5 in the Midwest Farm Report. Hey, this is a reminder that the sign-up period is continuing through June 29th for farmers to be considered for the state's coronavirus pandemic funds. Farmers each may receive between $1,000 and $3,500 of that $50 million in state farm relief being made available. The sign-up should be done online at revenue.wi.gov, but farmers without computer access may call the State Department of Revenue, pick up your pencil now, at 608-266-2772. And today we also note the passing of Bob Sather, who on June 16th, lost a long battle with cancer. He taught at the UW, or rather at the Eau Claire School District and worked as director of financial aid at UW-Stout and UW-Eau Claire. Then later in life was a founding member of Ace Ethanol at Stanley. He served for 17 years as the Ace Ethanol Director of Government Relations. He was 86, and forward thinkers like him are important to have. We'll miss him. That wraps it up for me today at Wax 104.5 in the Midwest Farm Report. 67 degrees. It looks like it's going to be comfortable for a couple of days weather-wise. Maybe a little rain tomorrow and Wednesday. But today some sun will come out with a high of 77 and a low of 55. Tomorrow a high of 74 with a low of 54. And Wednesday a high of 75 with a low of 55. Some good sleeping weather. We'll talk to you tomorrow.